Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, I'm Russell Kane and this is Man Baggage. My man baggage is bulging. Viscous insights need to be milked from the shaft of conversation. And I can't wait to share with you this week's topic. If I could just get my fucking equipment to work. Sorry, a bit irritable there. Hint, hashtag, that's what coming, hashtag irritability. Anyway, if you're new to the podcast because you've arrived as fans of today's guests, highly likely to huge guests today, let me just explain. Yes, we sit in the area of men sat around in a circle discussing the things that men need to discuss. We're unusual in that at least half of our listeners, sometimes more, are female. I did not set out for this to be the case. What's happened is we've accidentally created a man manual that nosy cows want to have a look at. That's why Gary was knocking one out of my best mate in a bikini, for example, episode three, series two. So it's for everyone, but we come out of the space of men talking about the things that we're always being told. Why don't men talk about that? They're the things we talk about. That's the easiest way for me to describe. We go deep sometimes, we go suicide, we go depression, we go silly, we go light, we talk about height, body shaving. Uh, we talked about New Year's resolutions at the turn of New Year. And sometimes the light ones go deep and the deep ones go light. Anyway, I'm assuming we're going to be dressed in our jester's hats throughout today's episode because I'm joined by two. Well, they both describe themselves as, I quote, fucking idiots. Professional idiots like me, a jester with bells on the hat, bell ends, the pair of them. Aaron Craskell, funny fucker. He says I'm not a comedian, but he's touring, doing massive rooms, being funny. So he lies. Aaron <laughs> Craskell, also very funny online. Started on Vine, did you, Aaron? Back in the day when Vine, do you remember Vine? Like Back, back, back when day. it powdered egg and stuff like that in the telegram. Do you remember? She don't remember. Yeah, Vine, I remember that. Back when you used to do Polaroids and stuff and just drop them through your mate's letterbox. That was Vine. So we're joined by Aaron Craskell. And also, coming in hot, Hayley Morris. Funny as fuck. Please stalk her Instagram. Very, very funny comedian. There's no other way to describe you, Hayley. Any other... I have no idea how to describe it. Because I feel like comedian is too strong of a word. You make people laugh. There you go. Comedian. Do enough comedy gigs in a week and you'll discover that comedian is not a strong word or even a description of what you've done half the time. Any live dates coming up for the pair of you? Can we, we can see you live in real life being funny? Not for me. No, my, my tour just got cancelled, mate, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't COVID, was it? It's because you were racist in Canterbury. <laughs> <laughs> mate, COVID destroyed my life, mate. But without, without getting COVID... I know, fucking hell, you were like, finally, I'm finally going to do it. I'm on stage and someone's eating a bat. Go home, Aaron. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Four sellout shows, mate. I've done the West oh. End Theatre, mate. and then I know, you called me high after one of your shows. One of the best voice notes I ever had. And then, uh, yeah, 33-day tour. 
UK and it uh, got put back about three or four times and then that was it. Like, we've got to give everyone the ticket money back. I was like, no! no. But it, will happen, yeah, so it will happen, It will happen, will happen. Mate. This pussy old Omicron can't even kill no one. Pussy old Omicron. <laughs> Doesn't even have a shank. Man. Jesus, man, yeah. Anyway, irritability. I know all about irritability, having just gone through bloody lockdown. We have lost at least two recordings of Man Baggage where we've just given up because someone's crying or smashing up their tech and can't get it to work. One of those times was me backstage. I am an irritable person. It's weird. Things that trigger me are the small things. Car keys. Uh, go to open the fridge to have a bowl of cereal. There's no milk. Bang. Full fucking magma. Uh, can't find my phone. Magma. I'm holding up now to show to my fellow panellists these fucking things which plague my life. I'm talking about AirPods. They are the portable or wireless headphones you get with Apple where they put an alarm so you can locate them into the headphone but not into the fucking case which I lose five times a day. What use is the fucking alarm in the headphone when the case... <laughs> goes missing so like anyway that's when i explode i've literally had to have anger management for my door slamming psychotic ted bundy behavior with inanimate <laughs> objects yet if a car gets written off if something really bad gets happens if my holiday gets cancelled if covid calm collected functioning in the zone not irritable so i'm irritated by small it's pathetic uh, literally back to front. Uh, irritable means having or showing a tendency to be easily annoyed. Irritability, the quality or state of being irritable, such as quick excitability to annoyance, impatience or anger. Hayley Morris, how irritable are you? I, I feel like I used to be way more irritable, like the same as you. If I lost something, I'd be like, for fuck's sake, where is it? And anyone around me would be like, tornado, Hayley's arrived. <laughs> But I think like as I've got older, I, don't, I genuinely have no idea what it is. I kind of feel less irritable about stuff. I, when I'm coming up to my period, definitely, yeah. like most women get that PMS. And I also feel like there's a lot of stuff blamed on that. But when I come up to that... Lynn, sorry to interrupt, but now Lindsay has now built in, I'm ovulating. So I get irritable when I'm ovulating, when I've finished ovulating, when I'm having my period, when I'm it's finishing a whole my cycle. period. That's the whole fucking month, basically. Stop it really lying. is. <laughs> Well, I mean, we can blame it on that all the time. You can be like, yeah, no, it's actually like I'm due on any minute now. So yeah, because I'm halfway my through my cycle. You know when you're quarter of the way through your cycle and you act like a total dick? Yeah, it's right there. The yeah, quarter no, cycle. Like, it, it definitely, I blame it a lot on my period for sure. Like, Okay, you know. hormonal irritability. We'll give you definitely. a pass on that one. But also if I'm grouchy, fucking hell, stay away from me. Like if I've not slept enough, I am so, so grumpy, which turns into real irritability. Aaron Craskell, we're very similar personality wise. In fact, we we <laughs> shared a bed together more or less in a tent in a tent in the desert. I mean, we have <laughs> been literally without anything whatsoever cooking over a campfire. And I think you're like you're like me, sort of high energy, life and soul, but quick to get anxious, annoyed, but then quite quick to be everyone's mate again the next day. Is that unfair? Well, that's what I'm like. Mate, that's that's bang on. That's absolutely bang on. But I am not a morning person. Like I've tried to be the morning guy, man. And I, everything just fucking kills me in the morning. Oh, fuck the morning. Mate, my kids. I love the morning. Six o'clock in the morning, the kids are screaming, the dog's being sick or something. Going out in the back garden. Everything just... <laughs> Going out in the garden. Yeah, no, no. no, no just, like, <laughs> literally barking. Fuck the garden. Fucking swearing at the garden. <laughs> fucking have that. Garden. Mate, it's Garden just, wanker. The thing, right, my daytime and nighttime, man, I'm just like a hippie. Like, yeah, man, whatever. But mornings... Bro, I can't. I it, it just as soon as I open my eyes, bah, it's like it, it's constant. 
There is some evidence, by the way, that it is hormonal and genetic whether or not you are a morning person. In fact, not some evidence. In fact, if you go on 23andMe.com or any of those, you can see the DNA strand that will dictate whether you are a morning lark or a night owl. And there's nothing you can do about it. So for people like us who've now worked nights sort of thing, if you like being on stage or creating our own hours, it's a lot better. But I worked for years getting up at half six, seven, and it never got any easier. I always felt like shit. Whereas other people, and I'm guessing Hayley is one of them because she Mm -hmm. was sort of disagreeing and saying she loves morning. That's the best part of her day. You either produce that hormone or you don't. And the evolutionary theory is... We're, there's roughly half and half on the earth. Half of us are morning people and the other half are night people. There's a small group that are sort of in between, whose optimal body clocks are sort of in between night and day, but mostly we're morning or night. They think it's because we're attracted to the other. Most couples have one one or each, and it's for the safety and child rearing, they think. So back in the day, you would want someone who is alert on it at their best self, 6am, but you want someone else who's on it at 2am. Yeah. That way, have a baby, boom, cave protected. <laughs> Sorted. <laughs> Hayley, you're a morning person. I mean, I was going to talk about this first, but you, yeah. you seem to be disagreeing with Aaron there, saying it's the best part of the day. I love it. Like, I don't know what it is. I, I wake up in the morning early and I just sort of feel... As soon like, as you open your eyes, yeah? As soon as I open my eyes, I feel like, ah, oh, it's a new day. What? Like, I'm really happy to be here. How and is then real? I am so productive, <laughs> especially if I'm hungover, which sounds insane, but you know that first wind no. when you're like... It's, you wake before. up at like, yeah, this is over. <laughs> when you wake up at 6am before the hangover's hit, you know, when you get that like, oh, yeah. I actually I'm no- think I'm you're normally still, still making love at that point with the wife, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> from the night before. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, wake up at like 6am with the first wind and I'm like, yeah, yeah. clean the whole house. Like, yeah, let's no, get reproductive. No, but, then, but then I do get to that point where I'm like, fuck me, what have I done? This is game over and I'll sleep till the rest of the day. But on a normal day, first thing in the morning... If you want me alert and you want me to do stuff, that is when I'm going to do it. And then the rest of the day is a write-off. Let let me ask you a question, Aaron, and I'm going to ask you the same question. It's hard to answer, and I only want you to answer in your experience. So all the men and women and non-binary people, everyone in between that you know. So no one needs to get triggered or light Twitter up or cancel anyone. But do you think men get more irritable than women? Yeah, I really do. I feel like guys just have a a shorter temper. Mm. Like they're... It's always the little things as well where I'm like, oh, you can just chill out. Like most guys I know, they'll re- they'll react really quickly. And I don't know if it's because like stereotypically, I guess women are more rational in a way. Like we'll kind of think things through a little Hang bit Hang on more. a second. Sorry, stereotypically, men are more <laughs> rational. I don't agree with the stereotype. No, it is. <laughs> but yeah, stereotype is men being logical and girls going, I'm swooning onto my bonnet. I've been overcome from emotion. <laughs> yeah, well, true. Oh, no. But we're more likely to be like... It's fine. It will work out. Although I say that, mm. and I think my thoughtful and empathetic would be there. the stereotype. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Do you know? I'm going to agree with you a little bit there, actually. Yeah. So, do you think men are more likely? And there'll be some blokes leaning in now that we've got the fun bit out of the way. Do you think men are more likely to show their irritability physically? I don't mean physical violence towards other people. That's obviously a really serious thing. But I know I'm fucking. I'm still a door slammer. I don't think I'm ever not going to be a door slammer. I try to hide it, but I, I find myself completely embarrassed like situations where I, I get like on the train the other day everyone's behind me everyone's behind me pulls into some <laughs> pancreas everyone's behind me on the door opener oh, I'm the one who's got to push the fucking button yeah so I'm pushing it goes beep beep so you're pushing the button I'm like <laughs> like I'm pushing <laughs> all the other doors have opened and I'm like you're and it just co- comes open a little lane. bit you're the shit opener I get off on the platform I'm like for fuck's sake and then I thought to myself yeah. 
oh my God, everyone's just heard me say fuck's sake. I think after I've done it, all the time. Do you have a physical temper? Are you a door slammer, yes, a, yes. a cereal bowl into the sink, slightly hoping that it breaks, but then you can pretend it's an accident and you got your temper out? In a... I mean, I hate that because I'm like effeminate, is he gay, isn't he? Look, he's in a room full of books. My, all my friends are female. I'm like the gentlest. I was going to be a primary school teacher. It doesn't <laughs> Look at all the red wine. With... Look at all the red wine. It, it doesn't fit <laughs> with the rest of my personality. I'm not exactly Jason fucking Statham. And yet, if I can't find my car keys, you do not want to be a soft wooden door. Wow. I'm just a door slammer. It's pathetic. I feel and like scary, that's more of a probably. man thing. Yeah. Like also like the huffing where you're like, you're annoyed at someone oh, who are getting your response. I do so much like, huffing. I do that. <laughs> I do do that. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. What about what I call swear temper, where you're using the most aggressive swear words possible? Now that swearing does have a function, there's been a couple of experiments done where people are like, well, why swearing a problem? It's 2022. We should be mm-hmm. able to say what we like. If I want to drop a C-bomb, well, it's just four letters. It doesn't make any difference. But apparently it does. If you wire someone's brain up, as they say, fuck, fuck off the part of the brain lights up that's the same part when you go to punch someone so it's a substitute for swearing feels is a useful tool that fills in for violence it's, that's why we can swear rather than hit each other oh, fuck off is obviously better than knocking someone out in prep yeah uh, although actually if they're in prep you know literally crack on <laughs> um, but do you know what I mean it's so I have got quite an issue with I will swear my way out but I think is it an issue really so I'll be like this cunt soup won't cunt fucking boil your fucking yeah. cunt fucker and then I'm like I'm alright but yeah. Lindsay's like why do you have to swear so much what's wrong with you you sound like Ray Winston but it's out it's out there no one got hurt no one's I got do hurt. that as I well called, I called super cunt and the world's back we're to we're moving normal. on but really obscene strings of violence wearing is what I like just to get it out and then I can get on with my life do you yeah. do that yeah that seems to be like how I handle it do you know it's really weird though if I have something with too much sugar in that's when I get irritable. I think my body's like, really? really? Yeah. And it's also like, you know when you get like fairy teeth because you've eaten something too sweet as well? <laughs> yeah. 
You know also, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, also, yeah, if, you, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you eat a kiwi, you you literally get it. Fair it is. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck right between their little pubes of it. Um, yeah, that's yeah, no. other occasions. <laughs> we won't talk about that, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I get, like, fairy teeth or I've had too much sugar, that is when it's like, I've switched. I've gone a bit irritable. And that's when, like, the swearing comes out. And I'm like, fuck's sake, I just want to fucking do this. And it's probably not nice to be around, but I feel so much better for doing it. Has it impacted on either of your relationships? Aaron, obviously, I know you're happily uh, married. You're married, aren't you, Aaron? No, not yet. Ne- uh, this really? Year, this year. Oh, it's Kent, isn't it? Kids oh, first, marriage second. That's it, it mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Benefits, <laughs> house kids, first. No, marriage. Yeah. Kids first, then house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladbrooks. Go back to Ladbrooks yeah, for six months. Right? <laughs> William Hill. Um, no, Hayley, uh, are, you, are you married, dating? What's your setup? I'm in a relationship. Cohabiting? No. Right, so you're a good person to ask about this. To what mm-hmm. extent does your irritability impact on current, or if you're not comfortable with that previous relationships, has it been an? Has it been one of the driving issues, or is it just part of your personality that's in the mix, or or it's been a serious issue in the past? Um, it's never been like a serious issue, but um, my current boyfriend, we were locked down together. Current, oh, that's got a fucking hurt. My, I'm about to dump him actually. <laughs> yeah, my current. <laughs> Are you really? My, not my future. No, yeah, I've only been with him like six months. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we are. Um... My current, I always say my, my, my current wife or my or my middle marriage. <laughs> my middle one. <laughs> Look at me yeah, blushing like it's true. Um, <laughs> no, we locked down together for like 10 days because we both got COVID before Christmas. Romantic. And um, obviously when you're on top of each other and it's like a fairly new relationship, there's little things, you know, like I'm very much a creature of habit where I'll be like, you know, you've put something in the wrong place. Like, that's really annoying. Oh, wow. And I, you know, <laughs> I, I am just a typical monster when it comes to that I'm like oh that's really annoying but when you when it's like a normal day-to-day thing it's like fine I'll, I'll move it but when it's locked down and it's happened every day and you're like oh I've said it again you know I then I'm like at the point where it's like irritable city but we just sort of worked out after a while going separate rooms just have a mm. cool down period so and he'll, isolation he'll within your him, isolation yeah literally he'll, he won't talk to me he'll be like I can see it's happening. I'm going to leave the room. Same with him. If I'm like, I can see it going, I'm going to go have a shower and leave the room. Nice. Like, we both just sort of figured it out quite quickly. That's a good, that's a good technique though. That's a good, yeah. that is a good technique for people looking for practical tools. Just get out of the space. Because mm. the temptation is just to deliver that extra word or that extra sentence <laughs> and then explodes into an argument. Aaron, now when on your online character, if I can call it that, is always annoying your missus i mean it's 24 7 she seems to be wound up how much of that is close to real life it's real mate she she, <laughs> she uh yeah she she can't stand me <laughs> so do you it. irritate her yeah oh mate massively and what do you do that irritates her every mate i'm just a typical fucking man mate leaving a to- leaving a toilet seat down just down get- down that's the, the dream no yeah. no no down while i have a piss Sorry? Oh, I don't, oh, I don't, you don't, you don't, don't piss. piss on the seat. Not I, the outer one down. Not the outer one down, no, no, Rich. Yeah. You just yeah. piss. <laughs> <laughs> Pissing onto solid plastic. <laughs> Should have got me this morning. That's what I saw. I saw all lids down and you all going, lids. fuck it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> get up Sometimes I, I piss on the cistern and the handle as well. <laughs> fuck off, you bitch. <laughs> it's like fucking stalactites oh. of piss when she walks in there. It's I like do... Predator got stabbed. I do so much wrong without me knowing I'm doing wrong. You know, like she had a go at me. Literally, it was either yesterday or this morning. It was probably this morning. And when I take my socks off, but I leave them in a ball. Like when I take my sock off, it goes into a ball and I put it in the wash. She wants my socks undone in the wash. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, yeah. 
But I don't know what I'm doing. How bad is that? No, no, you can't expect her to complete her duties bad. properly, Aaron, <laughs> if you're winding her up. <laughs> it's like when she's scrubbing the floor. I bet that winds you up as well. Um, <laughs> well, she's cooking your no, steak on a Thursday, because Thursday's steak day, isn't it? Mug. It's just, I don't know that I'm doing wrong. I, I feel, I feel no, I'm just, I just a typical, I'm just my dad. I'm my dad. What what do we think about because we're obviously we're uh, not normal people we're if not extroverts we certainly make our money from showing off but there are people out there that <laughs> go the other way they get silently irritated and they sort of go slightly red they don't speak they don't ver- verbalize it they're like a simmering pot yeah but they keep it in them that's that's not healthy man no. that's that's like a that's like a build up to a serial killer shit. No, but is it though? Because don't you think there's a bias in this world where people with our personalities, like it's obviously much more healthy to express yourself and speak all the time with no evidence. It's just something we say because we speak all the time. Mm. There's zero evidence that people that go around saying can't, can't, fuck off all the time are any healthier than people that hold it in. They're going to take it out on someone though. They, the thing is with that, like one of my exes was a bit like that. Not going to name which ex no. it was. But oh, yeah, Graham. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> it was actually Edgar. <laughs> that <prick>. uh, <laughs> what a dickhead. <laughs> like he kept it in and I'd know when, well, actually I didn't, add, for probably like two years, I had no idea. He was, I was like, he's so chilled all the time. Like really just wow. has no qualms. And then it's finally got to like breaking point. And he was like, I'm just getting really pissed off. And I was like, communicate because... It caused such a huge argument. And I was like, if you'd said this earlier, I definitely could have been like, okay, that's annoying to you. I will make sure I'm not around you or to do that. Whereas in a relationship, not telling me, bubbling over for that long, it just blew up. And I was like, holy shit. So so there's nothing wrong with like not showing the the symptoms of irritability. That's admirable, but you should still Mm. communicate when there's an issue, even if it's calm. Otherwise it's more of an issue. That's when silent irritability becomes an issue. Few facts for you here. There's something called irritable male syndrome. IMS. It's a state of hypersensitivity, anxiety, frustration, anger that occurs in males and is associated with biochemical changes, hormonal fluctuations, stress and loss of male identity. Hear it, ladies. Men are the ones who are hormonally affected by their stress. Not you. Wow. That's got a sting. Another, heat, another heated cushion for your belly. Because we're, so <laughs> we're the ones suffering. And we don't even oh, have wounds. No. Yeah, and um, many factors, we've covered some of these, can cause or contribute irritability. Stress, lack of sleep, we've covered. Low blood sugar levels or high sugar levels, as mm-hmm. Haley shared, and hormonal changes. Extreme irritability or feeling irritable for an extended period can sometimes indicate an underlying condition, such as an infection or diabetes. Aaron, maybe Jeez. we're just diabetic. Yeah. <laughs> we're actually really nice people, we're just diabetic. Yeah. Well, we don't get a test. I can't stretch my sock out. I've got diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Off the hook now. Oh, no, I'm type two. Okay, we need to talk about those characters who genuinely don't get irritated. So they're not holding it in silently like Haley's ex and then all of a sudden coming out and there's a problem. They genuinely never get wound up by anything. I've got friends with these people. I've been out with girls like this in my past. It's nice for a bit. Yeah. It's, re- it's refreshing. Oh, my God. You know, when it's traffic jam, she doesn't care. Oh, she's broken her heel. She's styling it out. She's not. But- and then afterwards, when it's something you're really fucked off or irritated, look, that weight has been really rude. Is he? I hadn't noticed. It's- you want to sort of go, wake up. Wake up. Your chicken's not cooked. Does it not bother you? Not really. No. 
that lack of irritability altogether is an issue. That really confuses me though, because it sort of feels like, do you not care about anything? Mm. Like it's really great because it just means that you're kind of like constantly in a good mood. But I'm always like, surely like the noise of, cause for me, like the noise of someone eating really loud, I'm like eye twitching. Like yeah, I never say horrendous. anything. I will never speak up and be like, shut up because it's rude. But I'll be sat there like, oh, please just make it stop. So like someone that wouldn't react to that, insane. Like I just mm. can't fathom that. I mean, I watched I watched a really good documentary. I don't know even about this comedian. He's, he's he was big in the states called um, I've even forgotten his name. So he did the Larry Sanders show, Gary Shandling him, and he was, was spent his whole life studying Buddhism to get to a place where he's still and lives in the moment and nothing bothers him. I'm like, I quite wow. like being bothered by everything and not being still and not living <laughs> in the moment and remembering what how great last year was and looking forward to next year where I might get to do something amazing like go to St Lucia or do a gig. Mm. What's wrong with the, the messy, noisy chaos of being human? Why do we have to live in a society where we're trying to medicate and quieten down? There's Maybe there's a certain amount of irritability and stress we're supposed to live with. But because of Buddhist Instagram bloggers, we think there's something wrong with us. You've got to have a little bit of stress, haven't you? I think it's a good thing to be slightly, surely to be slightly irritated can be the precursor of change sometimes. I'm more creative when I'm stressed. What about irritated though and annoyed? Because that's what we're talking about. I'm definitely not. Nah, more, it's just more stress. When I'm under, under a bit of stress, but when I'm irritable, you kind of only think about the thing you're going through at the time, don't you, when you're irritable, when, you, when yeah. you're irritated. But let me give you an example then, Hayley. I mean, un under the umbrella of being irritable is people that are sort of annoyed and impatient easily. Mm -hmm. We can guess that For I me, sit well. quite happily under that umbrella. <laughs> let's, let's all gather under that parasol together. <laughs> but you could imagine, say there was a commissioner or a producer dragging their heels, taking their time, like, sake so you just do the research you do the contact you send the emails and it leads to a result mm -hmm. surely a certain amount of irritability could be good in any any job regardless of what you're doing i actually think Apart it is a teacher good... yeah <laughs> definitely not something <laughs> <you> want <laughs> i mean i don't know like not off that but when i'm irritable it makes me get out of the house and like either do a workout or go for a walk so for me it's like irritability is almost like a motivator it's like it does have a purpose for me but i think like irritability gets shit done sometimes when you're mm. like I don't know it sort of forces you in a direction of like if you can't find something obviously like I need to get organized in the future so that, that doesn't happen again or I don't know mm -hmm. you can like go through so many different examples with that but yeah I feel like irritability does serve like a little bit of a purpose but to just contradict myself and to be a bit zen if mm. irritability is landing in your brain you don't really have a choice right someone's no. chewing someone's chewing too loud with the the service is too slow in a in a restaurant a mm -hmm. project is moving too slowly your partner's winding you up that is that's going to be there there's fuck all you can do about it it's mm -hmm. there like an itch it's up to you how you scratch that itch and how you use it you never you can it's such a cliche now but you are in charge of your reaction you're not in charge of the loud chewer Fuck all no. you can do about Mr. Smacky Chops over there. But you are in charge of how you react to that and what you do about it. That one, it's so like it's so basic, but when you actually say it to yourself, you're like, fuck me, I could do anything if only I lived by that principle. Okay, that's the end of part one. Please don't be irritated. We'll be back with more chat. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.